This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Heather, happy new year. Great to have you. First time in the Freedom Hut 2017. Absolutely. How are you doing, Buck? I'm good, thank you. All right, I want to give you the I want to give you the floor. What's what's uh, of interest to you today with this whole Trump situation? Or do you have non-Trump things on your mind? <laughs> I had kind of a hilarious morning because I was uh, sitting in line to register my son for daycare, which is a crazy situation. The first person gets the first choice. So imagine a bunch of frantic moms lining up. And I was surreptitiously watching Trump's press conference while in line, (laughs) which was a little awkward. Um, Talk about fireworks, right? I think everyone expected it to be pretty exciting, and it certainly delivered. Um, You know, this whole thing uh, with BuzzFeed, CNN, uh, I expect it to continue to unfold over the next couple days. But man, what a mess, right? giant mess uh ridiculous stuff going on here i'm i'm not somebody who who has ever been a a a fan a reader or or had much respect for what goes on from a news sense at least over at buzzfeed they do have fun listicles and the cat videos are great and if i (laughs) if i want you know if i if i want to see a listicle that shows all the different ways that like hipster facial hair can be you know trimmed and cut and all that buzzfeed certainly has its uses but to run with an unsourced account like this, that's so salacious and that's so uh, I mean, this is like people call me sometimes this has happened and I get tips about news stories or I'll get an email about a news story. And it's amazing stuff right, in terms of how just you usually either how gross or how uh, insidious or whatever. But I'm like, I can't. This is some crazy person that's that's calling him with this tip. I can't use this on air. BuzzFeed kind of went with it, and that just should be, uh, I, I think, a, a lesson maybe to much of the rest of the media that just hating Trump isn't an excuse to do anything. I don't know. Well, it's been interesting, too, to see now that uh, even CNN is pretty irritated with BuzzFeed, right? Because I think uh, it's interesting. You're right. What BuzzFeed did was incredibly irresponsible. And then you think about what that does to the standards of journalism, right? I mean, what can't you publish, right? Um, We're going to leave it up to our readers to decide whether, you know, there's a secret military base behind Mount Rushmore that's funded by, you know, this just blows any sort of reasonable journalistic standards out of the water. So there's that. but then also, I think this is interesting because, and you've seen this since, you know, Trump's election, these people who are just un- unhinged about Trump, you know, they're freaking out about every little thing. Um, you know, if he goes after Vanity Fair magazine, it's the end of the press, right? We're going to lock up all journalists. Uh, and what I've been saying, you know, look, it's really important for the press to hold the president accountable but we're just watching these outlets blow themselves up one by one. Who's going to take them seriously when there actually is an issue, right? So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for BuzzFeed. But I think it's also, I mean, no wonder people don't trust the media, right? It's, it's all becoming a bunch of noise. What else have you got on your mind for the incoming administration right now? Are, are you optimistic about 
Trump's promise today that he will repeal and almost immediately replace Obamacare, of course, with the Congress. But I'm just saying that that's the plan. Well, I, I, I think that would be marvelous if it happens. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, I think the, the Republicans have a huge responsibility here, um, and I, I really hope that they can pull it off and get some more free market reforms. Um, I've, I've been reading some coverage of uh, real people and, and dealing with Obamacare, and it's just a disaster. Uh, so that would be a great thing. Uh, you know, in the meantime, you know, I, I, my piece today for National Review, uh, we're bracing for this Women's March on, March on Washington, which is going to happen uh, the day after. It's going to be happen on the 21st. And <laughs> oh, tell me, tell me day? about this. I, I don't I don't know about this. Oh, oh, it's going to be... Woman, woman, explain to me for a minute, please. <laughs> so uh, a couple of uh, women on, on Facebook found each other after Trump's election and said, you know, we need to stand up for this. This is a disgrace. We need to, re- we need to speak out as women. We're going to march on Washington. And uh, it has turned into a complete left-wing train wreck. Uh, it, basically, there's going to be a march on Washington. It's supposedly going to be done by women. Uh, according to their Facebook page, there's going to be around, I think, 175,000 people there. We'll see if that plays out. Celebrities are descending upon it. Scarlett Johansson's going to be there. Even Cher's going to be there, <laughs> which should be entertaining. But if you actually look into it, A, it's very, very vague what their actual goals are. It seems to be, you know, you usually your usual left-wing laundry list. Uh, but there was an interesting piece in the New York Times this week talking about how it's just devolving into a circular firing squad because they're all, it, basically it's a fight over who is the most oppressed of this group. Um, it's, it's amazing to see. So people are fighting as to, you know, whether white women should be allowed to even speak at all because 53 percent of white women voted for Donald Trump. Who's more oppressed than whom? Uh, it, it's it's really kind of a microcosm, I think, of the greater problems within the left, you know, who are it's a movement very obsessed with identity politics. And it seems that they haven't quite learned the lessons that should have come by seeing Hillary Clinton lose to Donald Trump. And so this march is going to occur. Any expectations that you have for the inauguration? Lots of protests, lots of uh, lots of uh, shenanigans, you think, from the left in D.C.? Or what's what's the latest on that front? I think we can expect lots of shenanigans. You know, it'll be very interesting to see how this women's march uh, plays out. I'm sure it's going to get a lot of glowing press. Um, and I'm sure that the reality on the ground is going to be pretty dysfunctional. Um, you know, I kind of laughed. That I, apparently we were promised smooth sensuality with the Trump inauguration. Did you see that from one of his spokespeople? No, I did not, not but, <laughs> but do tell. Where, where, how does that happen? I, I'm not quite sure what that means, but they said it's going to be a very elegant affair with, quote, smooth sensuality. So I, I look forward to that, too. I, I have no idea what that means. Is that, is that, that sounds like, like how you describe things on the easy listening jazz channel you know <laughs> and now sit back while the saxophone covers you in smooth sensuality you know that's that would work i saw a tweet saying I well i hope this means that barry white's going to be singing you know the national anthem yeah. but unfortunately for all of us i don't think that's going to happen i don't know if you're a ron swanson fan but when he's duke silver he invites all the ladies in the room when he's performing saxophone to slip into a warm bath of his jazz so maybe there'll be some of that <laughs> at the inauguration do you like jazz by the way Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, this is this is the on the fly section of, of the of the interview here, Heather. Where I just start asking you random questions. Uh, do you I, like action movies? Um, I like I, I like spy movies a lot. Um, 
I can I, I can sit through an action movie. I'm also a big Barry White fan. I, I love Barry White, uh, and I like screwball comedies. I'm not a big fan of romantic comedies generally. I went back and watched. Do you remember that movie Notting Hill? With Julia Roberts no, and Grant. I, I can say, after yesterday admitting that I like The Devil Wears Prada, I'm very proud today to tell my audience that I do not like, or have not seen, I should say, Notting Hill. <laughs> well, I was, I don't know. I got, I I got to... some heat for that one, by the way. I'm just saying, Meryl Streep gave a good performance, everybody. Let's she... be honest about it. Oh, she, that movie was fabulous. I'm going to stand by you and support you. <laughs> See? And, Heather says liking... it was fabulous, everybody. Absolutely. When she sort of gives that icy look and dismisses her assistant and says, that's all. I mean, I want to start doing that in real life, right? What a great move. Um, oh, but... I've had, I had some internships, including at CBS Evening News, where people treated me so badly. I was like, wow, is, is being, is being uh, treated in a subhuman form really a necessary part of my professional <laughs> training? I suppose the answer was yes, because that's what I received. I, this is a true story. I once had a boss who my, my office was conjoined to hers, and she would throw things like staplers and scissors and things out the window. If she was on the phone and needed my attention, she would throw large objects out of the door to get my attention so I would come scurrying into her office. It was amazing. Um, I once uh, We had a protocol at, at, at CBS Evening News when I was an intern there that you had to, if somebody was on the phone, and I had, you know, as as an intern, I would you'd walk up and you would just put a piece of paper if there was a need for them on the desk in front of them, like you'd write a little note out. And I remember I did that exactly as instructed. You weren't supposed to tap them or anything; you're supposed to put it on their desk. And this guy, who was just he was a writer in the newsroom, put his call on hold to turn around and scream at the. I don't even remember what he said because his he was so red faced, just screaming at me in front of the entire packed newsroom. I remember looking at him, being like. I mean, you can fire me, but I'm, I'm here for free and I'm in high school. So <laughs> that's, you know, like that's on you. Like, I don't know what you want me to say, but yeah, it's rough, now, rough see, times. If, if he had been Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada, he just would have delivered some icy, cool line that would have, you know, frozen your soul, right? Exactly. No need for yelling. Yeah, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even Dan Rather, who, by the way, this was my, my introduction to uh, broadcast news was to see this guy show up every day at 3.30, spend more time in hair and makeup than he did reading through the script that was written for him, that he would sit in a chair for a total of 20 minutes and or 18 minutes, something like that, for a half-hour show and read and get paid $7 million a year. I was like, how do you get that job? I want that job. It's nice work if you can get it. It is definitely nice work. What's your next piece going to be, Heather? we got about 20 seconds. Next piece. Ooh, I'm going to watch and wait. There's ne This next week is not going to be boring. So as Donald Trump would say, I'll keep you in suspense. Fantastic. Heather Wilhelm, everybody, National Review columnist, senior contributor for The Federalist. Go to heatherwilhelm.com. Heather, thank you so much. Happy 2017. Thank you. You too. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645.